it was uh, purely by chance. Um, last year, I watched Sarafina again. Um, you know, we made it um, over 30 years ago. And uh, at that time, um, when we started the project, Madiba was still in prison. And this was a, as most people, especially um, South Africans know, is the inspiring story about uh, Madiba being in prison and being being freed. And obviously, the theme song, Freedom is Coming Tomorrow, is um, so well known by everyone. So I looked at the film last year and I said, you know, it actually is really so much more powerful today, 30 years later, because it celebrates youth, it celebrates women, it celebrates the hope of our young people, um, not only in our country, but all over the world, because they are our future. And I think as much as the character of Sarafina is looking for Madiba to come out of prison and guide and be um, the mentor, um, it's young people today looking for guidance, looking for mentorship. But at the same time, it was those young people that made the difference in our freedom. Um, and when they went to the streets, um, it was so much um, uh, more powerful. And so I think watching the film, um, and I watched it in America when um, during the United Nations General Assembly, we, we did a screening there. And I said, you know, we have to relook at this film and re-release it maybe we then reviewed the film. We had some songs, one especially with Miriam Makeba and uh, Laletti called Thank You Mama uh, that we never we hadn't used before. And we put that back into the film. We put some other footage at the uh, premiere in Johannesburg in 92, the world premiere. Uh, Madiba was there. Oliver Tambo was there. And it was great uh, that we had footage of them commenting about the film uh, at that time. So, you know, we put those things in and it was really it was so special to come back to Cannes after 30 years and to have um, a re-emergence and a reinvigoration to the film and what it um, celebrated. We 30 years ago, we had a 20 minute standing ovation. I think this year we had about a 10 minute standing ovation and the people, everybody unanimously loved the film. So it was, I think it's, we should all be very proud um, of what South African cinema, the creative and technical people that came together to make this film with us, um, were able to achieve and that it's timeless. Talking about uh, the timeless uh, of uh, this important movie, what, what makes it timeless? You know, when you tell uh, powerful stories that have humanity in it and it has people as the uh, driving force and that, you know, it's a story in our lives that if you looked at, um, you know, we looked at it 30 years ago, it had one meaning. And here we are 30 years later. It has this uh, even more strength, in my opinion. And probably in 30 years time, it'll have another dimension mm -hmm. because it is a story that you can relate to um, in in whichever time, whether you're looking back or you're looking forward. Um, and so that really is um, a huge benefit to film um, uh, going forward. Have you always participated in the Cannes Film Festival? You know, um, people are shocked. I think I've been here for 45 years, missing only three. Um, and one one time we were shooting Sarafina, and that's why I didn't come. Um, and then the other, maybe I think we were doing Long Walk to Freedom. So... 
um, you know, it's been quite a, a journey of experience, um, and it's always a highlight to come back, especially with a film. Now, let's talk about um, the fact that uh, also now the biggest fr- French media um, in the house wanting to uh, to distribute this. Um, what is what is this agreement going to take the format, and how this came about? Yeah, you know, the, the um, TF1 is. Uh, one of France's biggest networks, and uh, we have uh, done a deal to uh, become partners together, and they will get the film released um, um, around the world uh, with their big um, operation and machinery. But uh, more importantly, the idea is because we've um, restored the film and we've done it in an IMAX format, um, that they want to do partnerships with schools, not only again, not only in France but around the world, and uh, be able to um, um, position it and get it out there uh, in a meaningful way. So we're very excited about that because I think, given that it's now come off the Cannes Film Festival circuit, um, it gives it a great platform for promotion and for especially for the youth. So. Um, they are a perfect partner because of their uh, strength and um, uh, ability to do so much. Mm. And 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 the the story. Do you feel that the international audience um, will find resonate in terms of the storyline? And um, what's some of the issues that they speak about it in terms of the content of the film? Uh, that uh, we as South Africans really we are still relating to it like it was actually shot yesterday. Well, uh, you know, I think that's it. I mean, I think that there are no real issues as such. I think um, no matter where in the world you are, and if you are, let's say, a, um, a high school student, you know, as a student in the film of the rebellion and protest, mm. it's fascinating for people to learn about what actually happened with students and youth in their past. And, you know, with the objective of, this should never happen anywhere. Mm, mm. And and I think um, that is hugely inspirational. Um, but at the same time, I think certainly for your uh, demographic of uh, listener um, uh, around the world, I'm assuming missions and uh, ambassadors uh, listen to Ubuntu Radio. Um, I'm more than happy to enable the film to be available um Two networks within, you know, not networks, I should say, for for screening purposes in the countries <laughs> around the world. Because mm-hmm. you know we've released the film, and Africa is a good example. Because when we put the film out in '92, um, it was very much, you know, no cinemas. Africa was um, a very tough market to be able to release films. And in those days, what I did was, you know, when when the distributors said to me, look. The movie's being pirated. They haven't bought it for television in Nigeria or in uh, Ghana. And I said, look, it's fine. Let them play it because I want people to see it. I think mm-hmm. now we've got new versions. There are movie theaters in, in most of um, the countries. And there's Francophone um, uh, versions of the film, both uh, with subtitles and dubbed in French. So, you know, the, it's a, it opens up a whole new scenario of uh, um, the motion picture experience in a movie theater because it's a completely different film. And everyone that sees it in a movie theater says, wow, I saw it on television 
you know, if you're 30 years old, you most likely never saw it in a movie theater. And mm. now you get that experience and it's like mind blowing. Yeah. Have you ever thought of a remake, a complete remake? Maybe it's something, uh, something relevant with the challenges we have right now. Um, I mean, no, 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 no need to mention load shedding, but I'm just saying in terms of <laughs> doing, doing things that, uh, you know, can resonate to what's currently happening right now and say, hmm, if we have to remake Serafina to actually look like this today with the challenges we're facing. And also, I, I, I want you to secondly to comment on the youth empathy as well in terms of does this also, this movie act on, uh, uh activism? Um, amongst young people. Yeah, uh, well, thank you. Um, so, look, I think, first of all, um, the film is a very uh, emotional and inspiring yeah. um, uh, film that, you know, would hopefully um, make the youth think further about their power and how they can make a difference. And certainly that's my hope. I think on the remake front, you know, when you make a film and it's very very hard to do a uh, a film and get it right. Um, I think for me anyway, um, maybe someone in at some point can make a remake, but I have n- no interest in making a remake. When, when you do something that works and, you know, it, it pushes the buttons in a way that um, Sarafina has done, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to try and uh, do something that is going to be either compared and I mm-hmm. don't think we'll ever get it close to where it was first time round, mm-hmm. no matter what we do. Yeah. Let's talk about youth, uh, youth present and activism and, and what um, you think, um, you know, um, we are doing enough in the um, film and just the industry to, to say, yes, you, you need to, it's a mirror to society. Are we doing enough yourself and your fellow um, producers to say we want to produce uh, works that are relevant to our society right now? Do you want a mirror or do you want to look at the future? What is the agenda right now in the movie industry? You know, I think from an industry standpoint, um, they are amazing and talent, uh, talented uh, young individuals that are coming into the industry. They are many opportunities with the streaming services and, you know, many people that have qualified from school or, um, you know, in uh, scenarios that um, um, they want to build their career. I think Sarafina hopefully is an inspiration to them that, you know, you've got to just take your camera. Here's a little film that we made in 92 and um, it continues to uh, give back and continues to grow an audience. And I think you just have to embrace it. Um, use, you know, technology today is available to every, everyone, not only filmmakers. You can be, you can go and make a movie tomorrow, take your phone and go tell a story. And that's where it all begins. So I'm hoping that, um, when you look at the journey of Sarafina and the other kids in the film, um, that they had really nothing, um, and they just, passionately committed themselves to uh, doing what they had to do. And I think that's the message overall to um, not only youth, but to everybody that, you know, you have, you never, it's never easy and you just have to keep plugging on. Mm. Well, it's it's quite important. Well, you you are leading um, 
for, from from uh, South Africans' standpoint, in terms of really um, telling our story, attracting investment into into the country, and putting South Africa's name right in the, on the map, I want you to look at uh, the industry in general. Um, it's it's growing. I spoke to the chairperson of the uh, the foundation yesterday in terms of uh, what are some of the challenges, investment. We just emerged from COVID nineteen. We still need to to invest in the industry as well. Issues of animation because of the technology as well. So the industry is opening up uh, for innovation as well. At Video Vision, where are you guys in terms of uh, you know the vision, looking forward, and also just attracting new investment and uh, to to the to the country and just expanding more. Yeah. So I think um, you know certainly we we are. Uh, fully supportive of all of the new initiatives. I think with regard to our commitment, we, we, ha- we have built film studios in Cape Town that have yeah. been very successful. And now, um, we were at the Inve- uh, South Africa Investment Council, um, um, uh, conference with, um, uh, the president and with, uh, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, uh, or, uh, International Affairs. Um, uh, and, um, it was great to be able to now commit to the next phase, which is these film studios in Durban, which will be a creative hub for all communities um, and, you know, of, of film, uh, not only film, but the creative um, um, communities. So, in other words, um, art, um, uh, pottery, music, etc. So, we're very excited about that um, uh, development uh, moving ahead, which is um, full uh, full speed uh, going down uh, right now. Mm. As a producer, uh, I'm sure you you met with this uh, important in your discussion panel discussion. This question, uh, Mr. Singh, in terms of we want South African uh, actors and actresses to be telling South African stories as well. And um, firstly, just answer it in two ways: Are they uniquely South African stories that only South Africans can tell? Or we believe that there must be a mixture between international African and South African works coming together to produce masterpiece of work. Um, what's your agenda and where do you stand with this issue notion that we need to find great actors and put them in uh, to, 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 in order to tell uniquely South African stories that we can relate as well? Yeah, you know, that debate has been ongoing forever and mm. will continue to go on. I think for me, uh, my approach has always been whoever is best for the job is, you know, who, someone who can tick all the boxes and do things that are going to make a difference is mm-hmm. what uh, has to happen. You know, this is a business and it is a um, a creative um, uh, component uh, mm-hmm. that you have to balance. And, you know, example, I got a lot of criticism for Idris Alba playing Madiba. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think... Um, certainly, in my opinion, it was the right decision. He did a phenomenal job. Um, and I think whilst, you know, we will get the criticism at the end of the day, the, anyone who wants to make a movie about anything, be it South African or um, uh, Nigerian, whether you British, South African, yes, we have a better uh, understanding of the nuances of um, dialect, dialogue, storytelling, because we lived it. But if someone comes from England and says they want to make this movie about a South African story, let them do it. You know, it's absolutely fine, because the more stories that get told, the better it is. Um, and But that being said, it's going to be 
in most likelihood shot in our country, and that's a benefit already. So mm-hmm. I think to uh, uh, prescribe how you do this is a, a dangerous thing. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, we should get as many stories of our, our uh, history or our uh, emotions or whichever aspect um, uh, onto the screen rather than get caught up in uh, in debate. Yeah. Mr. Anas Singh, let's, let's uh, speak um, as we conclude in terms of uh, what is it about South Africa that uh, we are seeing an interest in, um, uh, in international um, movies being shot here in the country? Is it the location? Is it the logistical capabilities? Um, what is it? And the, also the talent that we have. What do you think? Yeah. So, look, we, we've been very fortunate um, on the one hand that um, – we have so many components that actually are attractive to um, filmmakers. So we are English language. We are um, having a great creative and technical uh, expertise in the country, both um, on um, um, in all the in the all all the locations in South Africa, Johannesburg, Durban, and Cape Town. And then we have the exchange rate, which is hugely beneficial. The facilities, uh, you know, when we've seen Cape Town shot for um, um, L.A., we've seen uh, it for uh, uh, South America, uh, um, the Middle East, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there, there is versatility um, of what can be done. And then you have. You know, people like Tom Cruise, who was there shooting Mission Impossible 8 and, uh, you know, loved the country and and made it clear that he he did. Um, Whoopi, you know, talked uh, to me uh, this week after the screening, and she still says that Sarafina and her experience in South Africa is the most memorable in her life. And so, you know, those are very important things that, um, you know, and ambassadors unofficially that are talking about um, uh, our country as um, uh, an exceptional experience. And I think anyone who comes to, whether they come to visit or work, um, or mostly have good things to say about the country. Yeah. Can you just repeat what um, would be said to you? Just when you said you met after the screening, uh, you got cut off there for a second. What did yeah. you say? Uh, yeah, Whoopi, Whoopi was very, um, she mentioned uh, when I, I spoke to her, she did not attend the screening, uh, but, mm. uh, you know, that she's so, that her experience in, with Sarafina and in South Africa was one of the most memorable in her life. Um, you know, that she came to South Africa, made this film and so proud of it, and that it's being recognized here 30 years later.